Welcome to our Black History Month series of podcasts. I'm Naomi Olabi, a paralegal at Travis Smith, and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Olive Ahmet for this episode. And we're going to be talking about the work of the Wonder Foundation, um, which is a charity which we have done some pro bono work with. Um, we're going to be discussing their role in supporting women and girls and also what it means to model leadership and so much more. So just to get us going, Olive, why don't you just tell us a bit more about yourself? Hi, I'm Olive. I'm really excited to be here and have this conversation with you. Um, so I am British Nigerian. I studied at UCL. I did um, ancient world studies. And when I graduated, I worked in TV and media. Um, but I've actually been working in the charity sector now for over six years. Um, Great. So Travis Smith have worked with the Wonder Foundation in in various capacities over the past few years, um, some of which include hosting events and also some pro bono work. Um, I've been involved in some of the pro bono recently as well. Would you be able to share um, with our listeners some of the work that the charity does? Yeah, so um, Wonder is a charity that is committed to um, supporting women and girls across the world to exit poverty for good and they do that primarily by investing in sort of education and health projects um, and advocacy work so one of the really great things about Wanda is that Wanda really partners with local organizations with the expertise on the ground um, so instead of the model of um, aid or charity work where sort of big Western organisations sort of parachute in. Um, Wanda's really committed to actually working alongside their partners on the ground who are experts in their communities and helping them with their capacity building, whether that be um, expertise or off, often always funding, training, resources, that sort of thing. That sounds really interesting, especially kind of the grassroots nature of the work that you do. Could you give kind of an example of a project you've worked on recently? Yeah, so much of my role at Wanda, so I'm the youth projects manager at Wanda. Um, so a lot of my role is mostly on sort of our projects within the UK, the UK and also in mm. Europe. Um, and it's really around sort of working with young people to build their capacity to as they sort of strive to work in um, campaigning or advocacy. So a lot of that will be sort of teaching young people about um, how you lobby for change. So that might be, you know, on a local level, how do you get in touch with like local councillors and pitch to them to uh, national or international level. So one of the things I've been working on recently um, was a week that we put on um, over the summer where we brought loads of really passionate and excited young people together to sort of um, come together to give them some really key campaigning and advocacy training and also um, encourage them to start thinking on start thinking about a long-term project that we had in mind where they would be um, actually developing their own campaigns about issues around integration that they were passionate about um, so yeah that's something that I've been working on recently. Great and why in your opinion is the work that Wanda does so important in today's society? I think Wanda's work is so important because 
it's really hyper focused on supporting marginalized people and meeting them where they're at and addressing mm. their needs um, and giving space and voice to people that aren't necessarily always considered. Um, and for me, it's just, it's really exciting that even though Wanda's not a huge organization because of the network of partners that we have, yeah. because of some of the relationships we've been able to build, uh, we've, we have such a great reach. Fab. Thank you. Um, and just kind of pivoting a bit more to your background, um, we talk a, a lot at Travis Smith about what it means to be a great role model. And I'd be really interested to hear whether you see yourself as a role model um, and what a great role model looks like to you. Yeah, it's really interesting, actually, because I guess I do consider myself a role model, but not in a I need to be perfect and I need to never make mistakes. I think that the young people that I've worked with over the years, I've always tried to present myself in such a way that they know that they have a right to dream big for themselves and that if they work hard that they can achieve things, but mm -hmm. also at the same time, never pretend that I'm perfect and that like, if you're not perfect, then you don't deserve um, for good things to happen or for you to to achieve whatever it is you set out to. So I think I I really like the idea of role models, but I definitely think there's a need for like healthy role models, not this yeah. sort of like you're on a pedestal, you show no weakness, you have no problems. I think actually being able to sort of show young people and other people both sides I say young people because I primarily work with young people <laughs> um yeah but I think that's actually really healthy and really key absolutely um do you think there's kind of similar to what you've just said do you think there's an extra pressure on black people black women to aspire to be that kind of perfect role model for other people yeah I think so and I think that Yes, I think it's a it's a funny one because I think on the one hand, I definitely know that my understanding of what it is to be a role model or black excellence or has definitely evolved. I think mm. for a time I was quite invested in the idea of like I could be perfect if I like just if I just put in like enough effort and I tried sure. hard enough. Um and I definitely think yes, that was something that was imposed on me um yeah. and I think culturally from within our own cultures but I guess from like mainstream culture as well when you feel like you're the only one there is a real sort of like if I don't do everything right or if I draw do anything to draw attention to myself then people are going to be like well now we're not going to give opportunities to black women as opposed to Olive made a mistake and right. she will learn from it and do better next time so I think that's definitely something that I know that I've struggled with sure. um, but I think as I said before um, it's not sustainable it's and it's it's not real and I think so much of the time so many of the times when I feel like I haven't been perfect is when I've learned so much more about myself mm. so. yeah that's lovely I would to hear um, and just kind of within the Wonder Foundation have you been able to see the impact of strong or I guess strong isn't I don't like the word strong but um like black role models or positive black role models 
within the Wonder Foundation? Yeah, definitely. So I think mentoring is something that Wonder is really, really, um, it's like a core component of Wonder's work and within all the program it funds and supports, there's always a mentoring element within it. And I think for all of the young people in our project, because we work with young people all around, all around the world, but I think having mentors that look like you, that have been in your place, um, who understand where you're coming from and are committed to sort of like supporting you and you can ask them those questions, um, that's really, really key. Definitely. Definitely. And just kind of before we wrap up, I'm keen to ask you a final question. Um, being that it's Black History Month, allyship is something that we're, we're talking about a lot more recently. Um, if you could have kind of one call to action or one thing that our listeners could do to support Black communities, what would that be? Yeah, I think I would definitely say that it's okay to to feel a little bit uncomfortable sometimes and to not necessarily have the answer or to um, to just actually sit with the sort of like, oh, actually something unexpected has come out or this isn't something I'm familiar with. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad person or anything if you feel that Sorry, I'm phrasing that really, really. No, don't worry at all. Um, but yeah, I guess in the sense that it, it is okay to be uncomfortable sure. with this conversation. That doesn't mean it's not a conversation to be had, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I think often people kind of want to pretend that things aren't happening and then right. kind of, uh, you know, if we don't talk about it, it'll be fine. But actually, I found that where the sort of discomfort is, is often where we probably need to be focusing the most Absolutely. And so yeah I think being a good ally in that instance is sort of recognizing that okay even though I don't necessarily enjoy this um or maybe enjoy is not the word, right word or I don't know how to navigate this perfectly you can still be part of like a change if you are sort of ready and willing to sort of push through that definitely Definitely. I think that's really useful to hear. Um, on that note, we will stop here. Thank you so much, Olive, for taking part. It's been a really interesting conversation. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Thank you. Thank you so much, Naomi.